Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It has been a week, but we are back with more NBA playoff coverage here on the Shock Shock Knicks podcast, on the Midtown and Rebound podcast network, all part of the Fans First Sports Network. Some housekeeping before we dive into games three through five of the second round between the Knicks and the Heat. And of course, the rest of the semifinal series in the East and in the Western Conference of the NBA playoffs. Not sure if it'll be up by the time this goes out, but after months of deliberation and other things going on, we do have a logo for the podcast. So that is going to be on every podcast going forward and the rest of the feed. Excited to show that to you guys. We went through a couple of different drafts. We finally have the end product. So very excited to show that to you all. Hopefully that'll come either later today or tomorrow. If not, by the time we record another podcast, we will have that up for you. Also, a quick apology Wanted to do a show after every single game of the series, but because of the other work I do, just not able to do that over the last couple of weeks. So we are jamming a couple of games into these first two of the series. And to be honest, wasn't sure if uh, this was going to be our last playoff whip around with the Knicks on the brink in game five at Madison Square Garden, but the Knicks were able to force a game six in Miami on Friday, and we will have coverage of that after either the Knicks force a Game 7 back at MSG or if Miami advances to the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's a big game. Knicks putting the pressure back on the heat, going back down to South Beach. Knicks have to win. We'll see if Miami can close it out or if we return to the Mecca for a win-or-go-home Game 7 to see who advances to take on either Philly or Boston, who's on the brink in that series, going back to Philly for a very, very big Game 6 that we'll touch on later on. Going to quickly go through Games 3 and 4 before we really dive into Game 5 of this series. Listen, Game 3, Miami wanted it more. I think it showed from the opening tip until the final buzzer. Uh, Knicks were outclassed throughout much of the night. Julius Randle had a really, really poor shooting night. Jalen Brunson missed 13 of 20 shots from the field. R.J. Barrett had an abysmal shooting night as well. It was the Miami defensive effort coupled with the fact that they just made timely threes, always had an answer for every Nick run, although not many of them lasted too long. Jimmy Butler had a big, big game, had 28 points. Max Struess had 19. 
Miami was dominant in a 105-86 win. And uh, to be honest, I think it was a bit of a wake-up call for the Knicks in this series. If game one wasn't, game three certainly was. And I thought going into game four, kind of similar to the way the Knicks got blown out by Cleveland in game two, thought the Knicks would bounce back. And in some ways they did in game two. But that second quarter after the Knicks were down one after the first quarter, Miami took control of the game once again, and the Knicks were uh, battling uphill the rest of the way in Game 4 of that series. Randall was better in Game 4 than he was in Game 3. Jalen Brunson was a monster, had 32 and 11 assists. R.J. Barrett, much, much better. But besides those three, the Knicks didn't get a ton of contributions. I mean, listen, Quentin Grimes had nine points, but... In the end, it really wasn't enough. Down the stretch, Miami again, whether it was loose balls, key defensive stops. Caleb Martin has a huge jam late in the game. Kevin Love made some big plays down the stretch. Bam Adebayo had a tremendous game as well in game four. Frankly, Miami just had more of their uh, role players. They're at home, right? Step up. Kyle Lowry had 15 off the bench. Mentioned Caleb Martin was in double figures. And Struess, again, Max Struess has, was the unsung hero, I think, in some ways of games three and four of this series. And Miami won it 109-101, to 101, putting the Knicks up against it, backs against the wall, going back to the Garden for a game five. And to be honest with you, the way that Miami played in games three and four, I wasn't sure if the Knicks were going to be ready for game five. I, I thought that the Heat out-hustled the Knicks. In games three and four, they wanted it more, hit timely shots. Defensive effort was much better than what the Knicks were putting out there. But I have to say, it took the Knicks a quarter in in game five. Miami looked ready to close them out after the first quarter. But the Knicks really were dominant throughout most of the rest of the game after after the first quarter. Miami had a 10-point lead going into quarter number two. Knicks outscored them by 13 in the second quarter, Jalen Brunson helps to revive the Nick effort. Played every minute of the game. Jalen Brunson played all 48 minutes. Was absolutely sensational. Quentin Grimes. Huge, huge round of applause for him. All 48 minutes. Eight points, five assists. Had two steals. Had two blocks. And had that incredible defensive moment where it looks like he's injured. He's hobbling on his leg. And then defends the possession against Jimmy Butler, a potentially season-defining possession. And not only does Quentin Grimes keep Jimmy Butler in front of him, he gets the steal off of Jimmy Butler. A huge turnover in the game down the stretch, helping the Knicks close out the game and stay alive in this series. Knicks win it 112-103. to Crucial plays from not only Grimes, but Isaiah Hartenstein down the stretch. Had a big putback dunk off a missed shot late in the game to help put the Heat away in Game 5. And again, Jalen Brunson, 38-9-7 and seven on the night. He was absolutely incredible. Julius Randle had some big, po- big moments, I should say, in the third quarter in particular. Knicks at one point had a 19-point lead in this game. And obviously, R.J. Barrett. I mean, how much has he grown during this postseason? R.J. Barrett has found his playoff form in multiple games in the Cleveland series and in the, and in the, and if I can talk in this Miami series as well 26 points 7 rebounds crucial 
crucial minutes from him. You know, the Knicks needed the starters to carry a lot of the weight. You know, Josh Hart was in foul trouble throughout. He only played nine minutes in the game. Just couldn't stay on the floor. And I will say, he was hard done by on two of those first four foul calls that went against him. Referee gave him absolutely no favors there. I thought both of those calls should not have been fouls, if anything, uh, on those two plays. Knicks needed someone to step up. That someone was Quentin Grimes, who just was tremendous defensively throughout the night. 22 big minutes from Isaiah Hartenstein. The Knicks rode their starters in the game. And listen, you know, you can give Tom Thibodeau the old, you know, you play your guys too much, yada, yada, yada. It's a must-win game. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, ride with the date that brought you to the dance. And that's exactly what the Knicks did. Randall, Brunson, and Barrett lead the Knicks to the game five win. It's a 3-2 series. We go back to South Beach tomorrow uh, on the Friday for a game six. It's exactly what you would have wanted for from New York. The pressure will be back on Miami a little bit here because if the Knicks can win the game, we all know what happens next. It goes back to MSG for a game seven with a chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And Miami will not be too happy with that if that's how it plays out. Knicks will have a huge opportunity if they can pull off a game six. When And listen, after game one, we knew the Knicks were likely going to have to win. Not likely. They were going to have to win in Miami if they're going to win this series. This is that game. It's do or die. Knicks are going to give everything. Can they win game six? And, you know, much like my feeling coming into game five, it's you give everything, throw everything at it. Tom Thibodeau made some adjustments defensively, I thought. And the way that Jalen Brunson was playing, you could just see the pace picked up a tick. I think Tibbs even talked about it during one of his um, timeout interviews, you know, uh, in the middle of the second quarter. Just talked about the pace, needing to go up a notch to deal with Miami's strong half-court defense, and that's exactly what the Knicks did. They'll need to recreate some of that in Game 6. Mix and match, right? Because at times in the second quarter, it didn't matter what the Knicks did. They were able to score at will against Miami. So we know they can beat this Miami defense. It's about doing it consistently and switching it up at times so that you're keeping the heat on their toes. So if the Knicks can do that, They'll have a shot at winning Game 6. And then Game 7 back at the Garden, I think you would find the Knicks as the potential favorites in that game, even though Miami has won at the Garden in Game 1 of this series. But right now, it's all about Game 6. We'll see if the Knicks are going to be able to pull it off and force a winner-take-all Game 7 at the Garden to see who advances to the Eastern Conference Finals. Game six of the other Eastern Conference final is happening later on tonight. Dave, recording of this podcast on the Thursday. Philly with a huge game five win in Boston, and they did it definitively. 115 to 103. The lead was larger than that at times in the game. Boston up against the ropes here. Didn't expect to see it. Philly always blows these opportunities. They have a huge chance here, a huge chance to exercise some demons. And the process since this began six years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago, however long ago this started, they've never been to an Eastern Conference Finals. This is the chance. This is the chance. They've earned a chance here at home to finally do it. And in my opinion, it's a game that 
Philly has to win. It might as well be a game seven because I don't see them going back to the Boston Garden, TD Garden, and winning a game seven. I really don't. You know, it's a situation where Philly, you look at their wins in this series, it's been very impressive, the way they've been able to go about it. But game six, Philadelphia, the crowd will be electric. It's a team that Philly just hasn't been able to finish off during this iteration of players. Now's your chance. You're not going to get a better shot than this. Game six on your home floor, you have to win. You have to win. And if they don't, I think Boston has got to be heavy favorites in game seven to finish them off. But I have to say, I kind of feel like Philly's going to win the game. Because that's the thing. If they don't win this game, I don't think it's ever going to happen for this group. I just don't think they're ever going to get to the heights that they were expected to get to. In the West, Denver and Phoenix has been a really fun series. Offensive shooting masterclasses at times from Devin Booker and Jamal Murray. Jokic has been incredible on the floor, a little erratic off the floor, and it's just been a KD, uh, just incredible performances from from Kevin Durant on top of it all. No CP3. We'll see if he's back for game six. That game is also later on tonight. Denver wins game five by 16 points, although they had a big lead that Phoenix almost chopped all the way down in that game. But the Denver Nuggets, they just don't get deterred by anything. They keep going no matter what the circumstances are. And they sent the Phoenix Suns home down 3-2. We'll see if Denver can go to Phoenix and get the win. I'll say this. Yes, Phoenix won the first two games in Phoenix, but boy, did they need incredible shooting performances from Booker and Kevin Durant to pull it off. So we will see how that plays out. And actually, Chris Paul is going to be out for game six. DeAndre Ayton is going to be out for game six as well. Big opportunity for Denver to finish this off. Devin Booker and KD are going to need to put together some incredible performances like they did in games three and four if they're going to finish the job. Speaking of finishing the job, our last series to look at, the Lakers had the champs on the brink in the Bay. Golden State survives. Game five to send it back to LA for a game six. This just kind of feels like the end for Golden State this season. It just kind of feels like it's only a matter of time the way AD has been defending in this series, the way LeBron is playing, I just don't think that the Warriors are going to win the next two games. I be, I know it's the champions. They've done this before in some regard. Although, again, you know, coming back from 3-1, they did do it against, I think, OKC in the playoffs a few years back. But it just feels like a Game 6 in Los Angeles is going to be a step too far for the champions. I do expect the Lakers to win and knock them out and potentially meet up with Denver in a rematch of the bubble Western Conference Finals. But those are going to be fans this time, and Denver's got the home court. So we'll see. We will see. Phoenix will have a say. The champions need to be put down. We know that about Golden State. If you're going to beat them, LeBron knows this, you've got to put them away. So we will see if the Lakers can do that. But it is another situation, I will say. You let the champs back in. You may live to regret it if you're the Lakers. Lakers, again, it almost feels like a game seven. If they lose it, 
Golden State's going to feel really, really good about going back to the Bay for a winner-take-all Game 7. A lot of good stuff to look forward to around the NBA playoffs. Stay with us. We'll have plenty more this weekend from the Knicks Heat Series and from around the rest of the NBA playoff action. And we'll talk to you then.